2: Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families, with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033.
3: This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900.
5: Welcome
0: in to another edition of Central Indiana Today here on 98.9 WYRZ. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program today. We're going to speak with one of the great public servants in Hendricks County. His name is Joel Thacker. He's the fire chief of the Plainfield Fire Territory. Joel, how are you?
6: I'm doing great, Rob. Thanks for having me today.
0: Now, I, of course, knew you. What do they call that in government? Another life, another governmental life. Another you, time. Yeah, you were, you were the assistant chief at the uh, for the Brownsburg Fire Territory. And I'm curious how you got went from being a firefighter to wanting to be into for lack of a better term management of firefighters
6: yeah well you know um the process has, has been several years this is my 25th year in the fire service um and we could probably add a, f- a few more years on uh, when i was a cadet in high school and things like that but certainly over uh, over my career i've had the uh uh, ability to promote up and more and more you're doing a good job well uh you are yeah. friends with the right people Co- one of the two. yeah a couple different <laughs> a couple different ways i'd like to think that i've, I've worked hard to uh, to achieve um some goals that i had set early on but certainly working in management knowing that i wanted to continue to help support the men and women that are doing rolling out the, the doors every day and when
0: did you know you wanted to be a firefighter
6: so early on uh, i it's and uh, there was a volunteer fire department around the corner from me and i used to ride my bike Were you, uh, was this here central Indiana? in greenwood okay in white river township yeah it's kind of where i got started and uh, so i would hang out at the the firehouse there and became a cadet and yeah. just fell in love with the job and i, I think that's important too i like to help counsel um high school kids you know in, in vocations and what they might want to do so early on it's been a great career very rewarding uh, serving the public in, in, in the fire service.
0: It's an interesting profession to me because there's lots of different ways people could be involved in you know public service. You could take the easier route like I did and be elected, or you could have a, a job. I don't know that it's easier. <laughs> it was all you got to do is convince some of your peers to show up and vote. Um, but somebody like you says, I want to have a job where I potentially have to run into burning buildings. Like, that's interesting. Was there ever any, like, uh, maybe there's another government profession I could pursue?
6: You know, I think once you... Get the taste of it. Yeah, you know, I was also a uh, an explorer for a sheriff's department, and both what is, of those. What, is, what, jobs, what do they do? So, the uh, explorers is like a um, it's a segment of the Boy Scouts. Okay, and you get to learn the job and go out and ride with officers and learn the job of, of law enforcement and or any other kind of career for that matter. And I just I fell in love with the fire service early on, and you know for whatever. It's someone's worst day. Right. And uh, you get to be a part of helping make that better for them.
0: That's a great point. So maybe go into a little little bit on that for us because you just said something that is very, very accurate. When you are showing up somewhere, it's other than an event to help kids at a school or something, it's rarely a positive experience.
6: Yeah, and so how can we help? People have a better day and it's a variety of things. I mean, really from cats in the tree, ducks in storm drains to a serious apartment fire uh, where there's serious injuries or fatalities, you know, Um, situations where people don't know who else to call. And so they, they pick up the phone and they dial 911 because they know someone's going to come out there and going to help them solve their problem.
0: Yeah, and you've really got to put not only your best foot forward, but have a positive attitude. Because, you know, you go to the store, you buy something, the cashier is not friendly. Ah, maybe that wasn't the best experience to go on your day. Somebody there to save your life, or even if you send it to something as simple as getting a cat out of a tree. You, you kind of maybe need some positivity from those people.
6: Well, and definitely, and, and you're not going to always run into the most positive people, and and the uh, situation's uh, going to be very dramatic. But I always try to phrase it in in context that no matter what this situation is, how would I want someone to treat me in that situation, no matter the circumstance, uh, or how would I want to, you know, if that was my mother or my grandmother, how would I want them to be treated, no matter what um, the, the situation is for them, Always want to treat
0: them with a high level of care. Get okay, our guest is Joel Thacker. He's the fire chief for the Plainfield Fire Territory. Now, as we said, I got to know you when I was on the Brownsburg Town Council. You were the assistant chief at Brownsburg. We stole you from somewhere, didn't we?
6: Yeah, so I had served, again, the majority of my career in White River Township, uh, in the suburb of Greenwood area. I really you know, started there as a cadet when I was 16. I rose up through the ranks there. Um, and I served in Brownsburg early on as my first career um, fire department
0: well so you were a fire fire department employee yes yeah and that was probably back when it was an actual fire department it had
6: just changed over um to uh fire territory and um so i had the opportunity to come back and serve in the role as assistant fire chief here and enjoyed enjoyed those years uh, as my family transitioned to plainfield then uh, they had a job opportunity opened up there
0: now, I remember when we stole you, this is a big deal. They said, Joel's the best. We need to have Joel. Uh, what did you do? What, what was it about you that people said, yeah, we really like this guy? Like, how do you stand out in the, the firefighting profession?
6: Well, again, I... You're a super
0: nice guy, but there's got to be more than
6: that, right? I, you know, it, it's a... Uh, it, I think it, the education piece, I've always uh, worked hard to make sure that I was educated and knowledgeable in the areas in which I was serving. And being able to serve the men and women and try to do my best and uh you know in, in the roles of administrator yeah, not everyone's going to agree with um the decisions that you make uh, but you have to know why you're making the decisions and, and try to take a look at the bigger picture
0: I, I always used to used to say this to and I think we've even talked about it a little bit in the past it's easy for a guy like me who does the budget you know to look out and say okay this is fun this is my Uh, my passion. This is my, you know, I enjoy this. I enjoy tax reform. I get to do this and then go home. You have to enact what we give you to, to work with. And I'm curious, you've always kind of been friends with everybody. Has it been hard to maintain good relationships with people who are politically maybe a lot different? Well,
6: certainly you're going to have viewpoints that are, uh, could be dramatically different. Uh, You have to understand uh, each position. I heard it recently, Uh, put as understanding uh, the other side of the wall, Uh, the town administration, and then the fire department administration and understanding those roles. And where do we fit into that picture and establishing those relationships to know that, uh, yeah, we might be friends, um, you know, outside of, of work, but we have a job to do and it's business, not to take it personally and do the best we can with what with what we all have given. And it's
0: so funny you say that because to me it always stopped once the council meeting ended, but a lot of people didn't see it that way. So I maybe I was wrong, but I'm glad you see it the same way I do. Um, take us through the difference because Brownsburg has a fire territory, Plainfield has a fire territory. A lot of people hearing this may live in municipalities that have a fire department. What is the difference?
6: Well, so it's it's the political makeup, it's the oversight of those organizations. And the fire territories are relatively new. Uh, type of um, taxing entity, if you will, uh, special district. And really, um, if you look at the legislation, it's, it's pretty simple. You really, you're going to get a general counsel, you're going to get legal involved in, in developing some type of agreement between
0: political bodies. So that means in this case, so in Brownsburg, it's town of Brownsburg, Lincoln Township, Brown Township, I imagine Plainfield is Plainfield, Guilford Township, just different. That's what you mean by these, these political entities. Yeah. Yeah.
6: And so they come together and they, and they decide how that's going to be governed. And from one fire territory, to the next, we have fire districts. uh, You have fire departments that are managed by a township trustee. You have city fire departments. So uh, the political makeup is different in all of those. And even from territory to territory, depending on that original,
0: um, organizational document of Sounds how it's really messy. Manage. Sounds always fire territory always sounded really messy to me. Do you like it?
6: Yeah, I do. I think it's it's a great um, way to bring political organizations, political bodies together uh, and really try to look at the big picture and provide a a high level of service to all of those different areas and so you know in the past you might have had contract with a township um, they're taxed at a different rate and and there's that I think is more messy than coming together under a piece now, Such as like a, a territory or district. Now
0: in Brownsburg, you were gov- uh, the fire chief for the fire territory would be governed by the, the town council representative and then the two township trustees. Is Plainfield's fire territory set up the same way?
6: No, they're a little different. Uh, the town council uh, really has um, the majority of the power, if you will, uh, in Plainfield. So yeah, in Brownsburg, you have the three individuals that make up the executive board right. that make a lot of the decisions. And Plainfield, it's the town council. Now, annually, budget time, we meet with Guilford Township representatives, um, uh, elected officials, and um, but that's somewhat of the difference there between the two territories. All
0: right, so we mentioned that we, Brownsburg, stole you from uh, the Greenwood area, White, White River Township. Then Plainfield stole you from us, so they owe us something, right? I mean, they owe us something. They took one of our best guys. Well, you, know, you, know, in, you know, in baseball, you trade, you get something back. How does, how does it work? How do, you, how do you go about finding out about this job? Do people tell you it's open? You know, what, what do you say, hey, I'm going to apply to be the Plainfield uh, Fire Territory
6: Chief? So I, I transitioned to Plainfield as the Division Chief of Fire Prevention Administration. And uh, the decision for me was really based um, on changes in, in my family. Uh, we had recently moved to Plainfield. My wife took a job in Plainfield. Uh, My son is attending Plainfield schools. So the opportunity to work in the area where I lived is very important to me. And staying close to family and helping to have an impact in the place where I live is is very important. And so that was really the, the deciding factor for me.
0: What do they ask you in an interview for Fire Chief?
6: Well, again, the Fire Chiefs are typically appointed from a mayor, a trustee, uh, a town manager in Plainfield. I know the, the fire chief is appointed, um, through recommendation of the town manager by the, uh, town council. Right. And so, you know, I interviewed with the, uh, the town manager and, you know, looking at vision and understanding mission, uh, of what you want to do as, as that position and, you know, interviewing with the, the town council as well, um, to try to, Help them understand who i am and where i want to take uh, the organization
0: because like when you hired a when we hired a town manager you talk about i would ask questions like hey what is your view on property tax reform what is your view on moving monies from what people might not see as necessities over to infrastructure i, I can picture those hard questions it seems to me a fire chief though oh, do you like fighting fires i mean like, you know what sort of weeds does a does a governing body get into when they select a the person to lead the fire department well i think now territory?
6: it it you know it's changed dramatically uh, over the last number of years so you know a fire chief might have been selected because they were a good firefighter or a a good battalion chief uh, someone that managed an incident anymore fire chiefs very rarely go on emergencies you know we are looking at the bigger picture and participating as a member of a management team within the town is how that really needs to uh, be addressed and so how are we going to fit in um, with that management team. And, you know, really, I want to be more than the fire guy. I right. don't want the town manager <laughs> just to, um, or, or the town council members to talk to me when there's a fire problem. I want to be part of a larger team um, that helps solve problems uh, throughout the town and bring some of that experience. And I think that's really what town managers and, and town councils are looking for uh, today is more of, more of a management team member than just you know, a, a fire focused
0: chief. Good. Okay, guess is Joel Thacker. He's the, uh, fire chief for the Plainfield fire territory. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Plainfield. It is a great, Town love playing field. Uh, it's also a town with a lot of advantages that some of our other communities don't have because you're right next to the airport, and it probably makes it from a budgetary perspective a little bit easier when you have that great commercial base to tax from versus you know maybe what you had in Brownsburg.
6: Certainly, you know, the um the infrastructure currently in place and the infrastructure that continues to come in is fantastic. Uh, it certainly helps, uh, from uh, the tax revenue standpoint you know the the men um on the council currently and those that have served have cast an incredible vision over the last 25 years uh for that town you know if you're looking at the parks if you look at the rec center uh the way that the town is set up where it really separates residential and commercial i think that's been something that's uh was very important early on um, to try to keep those areas separate, and and the continued growth is is amazing, and is very exciting. It's very diverse, really, from a you know fire response standpoint.
0: You mentioned well, before we went on air. You talked about the consistency of the council, and I think it speaks one to the job those people are doing, and two, it probably makes it easier for a guy like you because you know who you're going to be dealing with from year to year and their sort of view and philosophy on things.
6: Yeah, and I have you know a, a lot to learn from those uh, men that sit on that council, um, individuals that have sat in there in the past. And uh, yeah, a lot of stability there that can provide um, input, and wisdom, and you know also what is that vision for the future? and it helps me understand where we've been and, and where we're going to go.
0: Yeah, let's talk about firefighting in or the profession of firefighting in 2017. You guys are a lot more than just showing up when the building is burning now. You have a very serious responsibility as far as ambulance service, and I know that's something you've kind of had to take a focus on. Uh, Tell us a little bit about that.
6: Well, certainly today's fire service is all hazards. Again, when it's someone's worst day, and we have to understand what an emergency is to the resident versus what we think is an emergency, really two different things. And so all hazards, when someone picks up that phone, they call 911, we show up and we help them solve that problem. And certainly what we deal with today, the emergency medical piece, the, the ambulances, uh, the first response and the paramedics and the EMTs, that is where a large majority, uh, you know, greater than 60% of our call volume is, is managing those medical emergencies. And we're doing so much more Uh, than we ever have before. You know, really working online with the hospital as an extension of that hospital. So when our men and women show up with the knowledge and skills that they have and the equipment that they have, um, we're communicating with the hospital, you know, and, and we're even reaching out into doing more with stroke patients. Uh, stroke studies where we're commuting in the back of our ambulance with maybe uh, a neurologist at the hospital and what we're seeing and some of the treatment that we need to be giving on scene uh, uh, as well as throughout transport. I think it's very exciting and I think you know the public um, the care that we're able to provide on scene is, is incredible.
0: Another major issue that, and it really hit me I can't remember what year this was maybe 2013 there was a major ice storm and there was a big problem because there was snow associated with it of people driving onto like ponds or something like that. And I remember the Brownsburg fire territory had to go out and do several, uh, the, the rescue missions, but or re- retention or cars or whatever. And it really showed me y- you're not just medical revival or firefighting. It's you've literally got to be able to pull people out of these incredibly difficult situations.
6: Yeah, absolutely. You know, mental, Mental fitness, physical fitness, are really on the forefront uh, of the fire service today. Uh, and uh, the firefighters in, in Hendricks County have uh, really grasped a hold of these issues and are, are being um, really at, getting out in front uh, of these issues. So when, when the bells go off and we're responding, that we're mentally fit, that we're physically fit for no matter what the the scenario is and certainly yeah ice rescue and, and cars driving into ponds is a big issue as most of these neighborhoods have them now um you know there's so much more technologically advanced uh, the firefighters today and we have to be uh, to face those challenges that we uh, are presented with every how
0: big day. is the plainfield fire territory
6: uh so currently we have 71 uh, employees and we're we run out of uh, three fire stations and a separate fire headquarters and uh, we're currently transitioning into um, two new fire stations. Uh, we have a, a headquarters and a fire station under construction currently out on the west side of town and uh, are, have secured some property for uh, another fire station a little further south and those aren't additions. Those are uh, stations that are older that we're moving into newer facilities and moving those locations maybe to better serve the community
0: you talk about technology uh moving to, to upgrade facilities technology probably a huge part of what you do i know you're always having to upgrade equipment and i remember when the fire chiefs would come to the council and they would say well we need this and we would say well that's a lot of money for something you just bought a few years ago and you would say well yeah but this equipment now is obsolete and i know radios are, are one of those
6: and yeah, radios are a big challenge obviously communications uh is a a challenge and as uh, the state of indiana is increasing the capabilities and uh, the products you know we have to stay uh, ahead of that and really you know that's that's a capital planning piece you know when we're coming to talk to the council members the elected officials about that money it's a lot of money (laughs) it is a lot of money and so we have to plan accordingly and and work together to you know i think you, you see a lot more cooperative purchasing agreements yeah uh with um uh, departments within a town or even within a county to try to get, uh, you know, the the biggest bang for
0: the buck. Really, let's talk about cooperative agreements again. Joel Thacker is our guest. He's the uh, fire chief for the Plainfield Fire Territory. The uh, municipalities in this county were recently given approval to uh, have residents pay an additional fee on their taxes to fund the nine one one center. Have you found that that has helped stabilize the center? Is are, are we getting good results for the money?
6: I, I i believe that will be the case i think that's it's uh, very early i think that just happened last year and so because um, it's
0: probably scary we were hearing reports hey within two years or three years this this agency goes you know insolvent
6: yeah so we have you know a consolidated public safety answering point which was something that was put through uh the state legislature a few years ago that the challenge was to consolidate to to one or two in a county and uh Hendricks County did that very early on I think that works well still working through you know some issues uh, with that but again it's in one center they've upgraded their center Uh, it's a very nice uh, facility and and they're able to do again amazing things that first call that's that's a very important piece to this entire emergency response system is that phone call coming in and uh, those dispatchers being trained to understand what's going on on the other side of that that line so they can send the appropriate response
0: one of the things, and we got into this a little bit, but maybe a little bit more, because I think it's so important to people that realize the fire territories, the firefighters, what you do is so much more than putting out fires, Um a lot of people most people uh, are living longer now age uh, life expectancies going up and i think a lot of that is because in emergency situations our trained responders are there keeping people alive who even you know 10 15 years ago might not have made it
6: yeah i think response times are very important again the the equipment that we have the knowledge and skills of the men and women that roll out the door every day is so much better uh, than it's ever been and their dedication commitment is very strong and you know, they continue to get education uh, on their own uh, to be even better. And you know in Hendricks County, residents can feel very confident in the emergency services that, that they have.
0: Let's close with this. What can the public do? And not just the public in Plainfield, but you guys help other municipalities. You travel like Brownsburg did or people did to Brownsburg. What can people do to help support their their firefighters outside of just making sure their taxes are paid on time?
6: Well, you know, I think um, working together, um, coming alongside of us uh, for certain issues. um, Again, and we have to do a really good job of educating the public on, on what exactly we do. And I think that's something that is is always a challenge. So the public knows exactly what we do. It's not just fire response. It's, like I said, all hazards. Um, And, you know, when we have open houses, when, um, you know, visit the fire stations, get to know your local emergency responders, find out uh, what the needs are there. And, uh, you know, our doors are always, always open. We love it when the public comes in uh, to understand, and we want to educate them on what we do. And uh, I think that, that helps uh, a lot so that the public understands do,
0: our challenges. Do you still have to do those awful monthly reports to the town council?
6: Yes. So, um, and again, I... I'm I always a,
0: felt so bad when you had to fill in for Bill and do those.
6: A, and I I really enjoy uh, those, actually. <laughs> so uh, getting in front of our elected officials, getting in front of our community um, to help them understand what we do. Uh, it's very important part of the fire chief's job
0: yeah it is i mean it's a serious issue especially when you're looking at intergovernmental cooperation that report very important and i always thought it was interesting that we a lot of times would do those at the end of the meeting because i thought man this is something people public really does need to be paying attention to but you stick it in at the end of a two-hour meeting and a lot of people aren't paying attention to it
6: yeah so again working together with our public helping them understand what we do we certainly have to get the message out you know i'm uh hugely supportive of, of public education smoke detectors uh is still an issue uh, throughout our state probably throughout the country making sure people have working smoke detectors in their home and um you know i think last year 2016 in the state of indiana um, 78 individuals 78 civilians lost their life in fires
0: that sounds like a lot still yeah in-
6: i mean it's it's high and uh, we still have a lot of work to do and, and the the sad piece is that uh, a large percent of the percentage of those uh, deaths resulted from fires where there was no working smoke alarm right. in their home. You know, and if I can do nothing else but have a public safety announcement uh, with with you is to check your smoke alarms. If you're having trouble getting a smoke alarm, contact your local um, fire departments. They'll work with you on that. We've partnered with the Red Cross. Uh, to make sure that people have working smoke detectors in the home and we'll come out and you know we will help install those uh, as well to make sure that that is working in your home and you have you know a safety factor there.
0: And and we'll close with this if people want more information whether it's about the Plainfield Fire uh, Territory or as you said about smoke detectors which that is a huge huge issue and a show on it all uh, all to itself but uh, how can they go about uh, getting that information? Yeah
6: contact your local fire department um, and, and we All take this very seriously, so no matter if you're in Hendricks or you're in a a surrounding county listening to the show, contact your local fire department. They will certainly be able to help get a smoke detector for you if you're struggling to to get one. Uh, They'll talk about the differences in those, and certainly if you need help installing those, I'm sure they'll be uh, willing to help you out.
0: Joel. Thank you, first of all, for being a great public servant, and thanks for being with us today. Thanks, Rob. Hey, don't forget, if you miss any part of today's conversation, you can check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes now. You can Download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want, completely free of charge. As always, the podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great
5: evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall.
1: Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency, or or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group.
2: This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6:30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033.
3: This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317 244 7900. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in
0: Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858 1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County.
4: can be found at impactyouthmentoring.org or via email at impactyouth1010 at gmail.com.
0: Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will hein practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852 852- 5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.